This special crossover episode of Old Fashioned Football and NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. In the App Store, that's K-U-T-T, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge, sponsored by Edge Boost. Free to enter and $20,000 in Edge Boost deposit bonuses up for grabs. Enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL Playoff. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you can't take any mother... All right, deal! Football. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. We're sitting here silent because it's lagging on our side. And I was watching it on the YouTube on my phone and I look up and there are these beautiful yes. faces. Before I keep going, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, if you're listening on uh, a podcast streaming platform, because that's a thing still, it's not just the YouTubes and the Instas and all that. This is J Mark. You can find me on X at J Mark Football. And uh, we are at Old Fashioned FB, and this is an amazing episode because it's a crossover with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, guys. Um, I don't know who I should introduce first. Uh, let me do my co-host on the pod and in life first. You can find her at X at the Mer Mark. Mer, I'll ask you how you're doing in a second. Next, I'll introduce uh, at RJ Via Gomez, Rod Via Gomez. Uh, you guys, you should all know Rod. Rod has been in the podcast and sports writing, betting everything you can think of wrestle even wrestling bets right uh everything you can think of um yeah rod how you doing today i'm fantastic and for those of you listening on the nascar gambling podcast welcome in to an episode of the nascar gambling podcast as well so excited to have a crossover dare, dare i say the four best hosts on the entire sgpn <laughs> now I- i'm telling you right Please now we yeah, this is easily the four, the top four of the, the group. So uh, the fact that you have all four of us under one roof, guys, uh, you are in for a treat. This is going to be a lot of fun talking football, talking racing, drinking whiskey. I mean, damn it. I, an off-season episode can't get much better than this. Absolutely. Um, do you want to introduce your co-host or you want me to? I'm Rod Gomez. He's Cody Zeeb. We are here again, like we said, with the crossover episode. Uh, Cody, buddy, I mean, look, first of all, if you're watching YouTube, which you should already be doing so, uh, we both got the memo. Uh, but then again, I am also supporting my love for Old Fashioned by wearing the T-shirt. But uh, you guys can't see it, and I'm not going to flash all of you here. But yeah, Cody, buddy, welcome to the crossover, and uh, excited to be to be teaming up with this wonderful duo of, of folks that we got up here in the left corner. Save the best for last. It's always a, a solid plan. Way to go. Appreciate it. <laughs> you, you need uh, to work on his intro. You can, he needs he needs a bigger 
a big yeah. intro. Brandon yeah, kept like it. pointing at the like, screen. Like, on the show to be shamed. Um, welcome to the chat. Always fresh, never soggy. Missed the hundredth episode, but glad for crossover episode one. Welcome. Yeah, we're going to be talking fantasy football and NASCAR. Why don't we just kick it off with NASCAR? Is there any big news going on right now? I don't follow racing, but you guys make it entertaining. Anything of note to mention right now? Cody's our news guy. Cody, I know we talked a lot about it, uh, a lot about stuff yesterday, but I think there's actually been a pretty decent news story that kind of it didn't really break, but it's it's sneaking up on us. Uh, I just watched. I just watched. The, okay, fine. That oh, okay, I got. You. I know. I know where you're going with this now. I, I just know. watched the trailer. <laughs> yes. For the new NASCAR show that is going to be on Netflix. I am pumped. This is a kind of a take on what the F1 has already done with with the uh, uh, Drive to Survive. Indy who did it with Road to Indy. NASCAR. A little late to the documentary pot, or you know, they had one a couple seasons ago. But well, yeah, they had the one on on USA, which we're not going to count that one. This one is Netflix quality, dude. The just watching the trailer, like so freaking pumped. It's coming out. I think it's end of the month, like the thirtieth of January, right before the Clash of the Coliseum, right before the Daytona Five Hundred. Going to get us pumped. Going to get the juices flowing. I am ready to go. We're getting closer to racing season. We're Lucky in that sense. Uh, I know fantasy football, as I, obviously I'm a, an avid player. The offseason is long. I mean, there's not really an offseason because we're all in a, in a draft mm-hmm. together right now. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, the NASCAR offseason, very short. Ours is almost over, and I'm very happy about that. Yeah, um, and your fantasy football season doesn't have to be over because there's the FFPC playoff challenge. And uh, check back at Old Fashioned Football tomorrow because we're going to be previewing w- even what that is, kind of going over what that is, and giving out lineups. So we're going to share lineups that yes. we're submitting. And we got a little, uh, we got a little house wager as well on whose lineup is going to do better. Uh, terms to be determined here. Up to the, that's up to you. <laughs> up to me. Yeah. I don't know if those can be shared on the pod. But <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere different with it. Mer's odd have have to be. They have to be somewhere in the minus three hundred, minus three fifty range, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So uh, if if people are tuning into the NASCAR Gambling Podcast and haven't heard us, we're obviously a husband and wife duo. We talk fantasy football and we talk whiskey, and. Uh, if you're tuning in to us and you haven't heard these guys, they talk NASCAR, they talk F1, they talk all things racing. I'm curious because I, I never got into racing. I mean, I've seen it every now and then, but I never got really into it. So I'm curious, how'd you guys get into racing? Like what, what about it? When did you first, I guess, start watching it and what about it popped to you? Cody, I'll let you go because you've been a lot longer than me. Yeah. So I started about two and a half years old. Uh, my grandparents, huge racing fans. They would take me for the weekend. And we would go to the local dirt tracks. We had a Friday night stop. We had a Saturday night stop. We had a Sunday night stop. Spent the weekends at the racetrack. And we'd watch NASCAR, of course, on, on Saturday afternoons before we went to the racetrack. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been ingrained in me since I was a little kid. And it's always stuck with me. I, I love racing. Local dirt tracks, still a lot of fun. Love to get to them as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, it's obviously, you know, my, my love for fantasy sports and gambling has brought the two together. And it's a, it's a beautiful combination. Yeah. And again, that's, that's why Cody's always been the go-to for this show. Immediately after we started the NASCAR, or at least I, I had the idea for the NASCAR gambling podcast. My first thing was to, to reach out to Cody. Cause in the, in the then 
what was it? Uh, what was Slack channel back then? Slack channel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cody was tearing it up and, and everybody would turn to him for advice. So I was like, I got to get the smart guy in the room. The one that's been watching a lot longer than me uh, to answer some questions, by the way, hello to those Flacos, our, our buddy over there in the chat yes. as well, uh, <laughs> joining us on this end. So what's up dose. Uh, but for me, my, my NASCAR journey started in uh, 2003. Uh, I watched the 2003 Daytona 500 with my brother. Uh, it, it was a rain out year and I was just, you know, okay. He goes, you have to watch this with me. It's Daytona. It's the best race in the entire world. And I wasn't really into NASCAR. I used to make fun of NASCAR because that's the kind of person like I was. Justin does. <laughs> <laughs> left turns. What? A lot of left turns. <laughs> so, so then I watched that one and, and so my brother goes, well, is this something that you liked? And I thought, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was pretty interesting. The coverage was all right. Uh, and being the sports fan that I was, decided I'd give it a shot. He goes, okay, you got three races to pick a champion or uh, pick a driver that you like and uh, report back to me in those three. So I went back to New York. I started watching NASCAR three races later. I said, I like this Jimmy Johnson kid. Uh, I think he's going to do some good things. I, I, I like him. He's from California. He's around my age, drives a cool car. I, I think I'll root for Jimmy Johnson. Safe nice. to say after seven championships, I made the right call right. and <laughs> I stuck with it. So, I That's mean, that's such a similar story to me becoming a Patriots fan. Like I picked them right before the first Super Bowl, <laughs> and then I just went on to win six. And I was like, "Yes, this is great." <laughs> now, this is people. People don't know what it's like to not win championships. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're Bears fans. We don't um, <laughs> Iowa fans too. Oh. Iowa fans. Speaking of Iowa, Cody, I'm just curious. This is really off topic, but are you getting the cold that we're getting this weekend? Oh, yes. Uh, I believe the high on Saturday is negative four. Uh, it's going to get down to negative 17. Not and right. we got 9.2 inches of snow the other day. And uh, tomorrow night, they're saying another 7 to 10. So here we are. We are. got 10. Yeah, 10 to 12. Mm -hmm. I, I saw it. Depends who you ask. Depends on the drifts, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miranda, have you ever watched NASCAR? I don't think you've ever mentioned watching NASCAR. I've never there's mentioned a There's a NASCAR you, race. But... Like 30 minutes I from you guys like this year. I know. We got we got to get you over there. Seen it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen it one time. Um, I, I, do, I I watched it briefly <laughs> when Matt Kenseth was driving the DeWalt car. I remember oh, yeah. that. Uh, I thought he was pretty cool. I don't know what drew me to that. I don't know if I just liked the colors of the DeWalt car. I don't know what it was. Um, 17 but, at the time, right? Yeah. yeah, yep. And aside from that, I think the last full race I watched was in the the Pixar movie Cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, a lot of the NASCAR stars were in that one. Yeah, yeah. You so. were pulling for Cruz. Don't don't get it twisted. You wanted Cruz to win that race. Yeah. Um, and speaking of NASCAR and racing and everything, you know, we talk whiskey. We're tying this all together. I'm going to mm -hmm. kick this over to you because I always ask you, what are we drinking today? Today we are drinking Whistle Pig or a whiskey from Whistle Pig from their Piggyback Legend series. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, it's a single barrel Alpha Romeo F1 team steak barrel. Yeah. And it is finished with lychee and oolong tea. And I just took a drink of my old fashioned, and it definitely it. changes the taste of an old fashioned. So we're gonna get into that. We're gonna talk about um, we're going to talk about the whiskey, a little bit about the, the background of it and all that good stuff. But first, before we keep going, we got to tell you where you can get down on some bets and you can get down on some bets at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game 
and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. We're going to ask these guys their uh, their Super Bowl prediction in a, in a minute here, and uh, we'll, you can get down on the futures bets at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can get 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problems gambling. Call 888-77-897-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus ages varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Listen, you hate buying tickets. I hate buying tickets. Nobody enjoys purchasing tickets. We love going to the events, but buying tickets has become so damn stressful lately that you just don't even want to do it. These favorite apps of yours that you go to buy them, sometimes they gouge you, especially when you're trying to buy last-minute tickets. And listen, for me, I hardly know where I'm going 10 minutes from now, let alone two days from now. So I never know if I'm going to be able to make an event when I have enough time to actually buy a ticket without all the stress. Whew. But thank goodness game time is around to take away all of the stress for us because they not only are going to give me the peace of mind of knowing that I'm not going to get gouged trying to buy last minute tickets, but they're also going to give me the best lowest prices, the lowest fees. They're going to take all of all of my stress and put it all in the palm of my hand and make the tickets appear on my phone magically and not digging through some sort of inbox or even waiting by my mailbox not so patiently trying to find out whether tickets are going to get to me or not. Plus I'm going to get a picture. I'm going to get to be able to see what I'm looking at before I even get to look at it. So I'm telling you right now, folks, you need to go over to game time. If you would like to buy tickets without the stress playoffs are coming, right? The NFL playoffs are, are around the corner. Daytona's around the corner. Uh, if you want to buy tickets for that, you got plenty of time for all of that. So uh, you don't have to worry about last minute tickets, but if you can't, you know, procrastinate a little bit and you need to back up that's fine download the game time app create an account use code cfbx for 20 dollars off of your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem code cfbx for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed I love that those are back-to-back because maybe you don't have the money, but you're hoping for that little flyer on your Super Bowl futures to get you the money to get the draft or the uh, Daytona 500 tickets. Rod, I think I already know this answer, but who's winning the Super Bowl? (laughs) Okay, for those of you who don't know, I'm a San Francisco 49er fan, uh, as you can tell by this little uh, license plate above me. Uh, So I'm contractually obligated to say that it's the San Francisco 49ers, and there's no other team that's going to win. Cody? Well, I've got a 50 to 1 ticket on the Los Angeles Rams. So uh, that's my hopeful pick. <laughs> I like it. Miranda? You know, I haven't put a lot of thought into who I think is going to win. Joe it. Flacco and the Browns. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Bills because you kind of uh, like the, the Bills. Bills will I never do, win but I'm not. I don't um, think it's them. And it's not your Mahomie mm-hmm. this year. You mm-hmm. are a Chiefs backer when it comes to fantasy football. I know. Um, I think it's going to be Ravens and 49ers in the Super Bowl. You have been saying that. Yes. For the sake of wow. Rod, I won't the say number one seed. Winner. What a crazy prediction. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Awful chalky. Uh, it's only happened since 1975. It's only happened. Now I don't remember the stat like 19 times, I think. So it's not like it happens super often. Yeah, true. But um, but yeah, that's who I think is going to make it. 
Dos Flacos has a Whistlepig 12 year batch. Nice. Uh, nice. Love, love Whistlepig. Everything I've had from they them. They had that good. at wall to wall. Did they? That, that was one of their, um, isn't that, it's a top shelf bottle. Top shelf Let's bottle. Let's just say that. Yes. Uh, J. Mark and Murr, always welcome to come over and watch Dirt Track Racing with Nick. Cody is welcome as well. Dot, dot, dot. Rod, 100%. So oh, I think that means all of us are like 90 to 95. It's like, okay, we, we can come with. Yeah. But Rod, We absolutely. have a dirt track bias, but it's not. We do have a dirt not, track here in it Winterset, dirt bikes? Too. Yeah, dirt bikes. Well, Nick and I are both diner fans, so Knoxville, that's, that's Knoxville's no not that far, right? Knoxville's not far. No. no. Yeah, uh, what's where, your guys' favorite that's race what you track? to do. <laughs> Didn't you ask us this already, Nick? Yeah, well, yeah, he did. He did submit this question. <laughs> he did submit this question. Obviously, he has not listened to our episode yet. Jeez, Nick, go back and listen. But, uh, <laughs> no, mine was just a cheeseburger. Like I love just a regular cheeseburger at the racetrack, especially the dirt track. You get a little, little dirt and, and oil, motor oil <laughs> fumes poured in there, makes it extra delicious. Love, love a good old cheeseburger at the racetrack. Uh, seeing as though Sonoma is my closest one, and that is big time garlic country. Give me garlic fries all day long um, because good. they pretty much just grow the garlic right on top of those fries, and uh, that, that's what you're getting out of it. So I love it. All right, I'll take a burger with a side of garlic fries. Works for me. <laughs> Go Cowboys. Um, we're gonna turn it over to you guys for a little bit. Kind of uh, you talk. I'm letting you, as I said earlier, uh, off off the show. I said you guys got the driver's seat pun intended um but if you guys want to hit on like for people that listen to us that don't know anything about nascar how you approach betting in nascar overview of kind of your favorite type of bets that's cool otherwise take it away all right so here we are at our portion of it this is what makes us be able to be a crossover is that we're going to put a little bit of a twist on each of it for us so as far as uh nascar look for those of you who are listening and you haven't tuned out yet thank you very much for that first and foremost uh second of all look if you're itching for some betting action, and I know that, you know, a lot of folks are fantasy players here, but you're also betters as well. And there's NASCAR fantasy for you as well. So if you really want some fantasy action during the off season, NASCAR has got fantasy. There's fantasy on NASCAR.com. You can play DFS and we cover that as well in our shows. But listen, it's not just betting the winners. And that's where the misconception comes when it comes to, oh, well, you're betting on racing. You're betting on the winners. You can do that. And, and, and we're going to give you our picks every single week on who we think is going to win. But the books also give you opportunities to bet on top threes, top fives, group bets as far as who's going to finish the highest in a certain group. Um, there's several different ways to bet in, in NASCAR. In F1, there's even way more uh, to bet on in, in Indy and all that other stuff. So it's not just betting on who's going to take home the checkered flag. And that's that's really what turns a lot of people off of of NASCAR. And even in fantasy, it's the same thing. Positions, right there. You get graded on positions and, and scored points on positions. And there's a lot of different moving parts and it makes watching the race Cody. And we know this because we've, we've talked about this for the last couple of years, having that level of, of being able to, to know that you're not just paying attention to the top of the, the you're paying attention to what's going on in 25th to 30th. Like you care about 32nd position because that means that your driver finished better than another driver. And, in a head-to-head, sometimes that makes the difference, right? And in DFS, laps led, uh, and all that other good stuff. So, I mean, listen, NASCAR is an exciting world of of opportunity that not a lot of people think about because all they think about is, well, all we care about is who wins the race. No, sir. No, sir. Yeah, that's <laughs> the biggest point. So, for me, NASCAR is no different than watching a football game. It's It's almost the same exact thing when you're betting on it, when you're playing fantasy on it, because – 
yeah, the outcome of the game and who wins by how many points or which driver wins the race, you can have money on that, and that's great. And and we found some really big bets to hit on that, and that's a lot of fun too. But like Rod said, it's everything. The race within the race, that's what you're watching. So you're, you're betting on a football game, and, and you want – you know, uh, this, you know, DJ Moore over here to catch four passes and, and he's got three and it's coming to the end and the Bears are losing by 100, but you're still invested because DJ Moore needs one more catch and I, you know, catch the over <laughs> or same thing on the fantasy part of it, right? Uh, you know, in fantasy NASCAR, they're all scored a little differently, but laps led make a difference. If you got the fastest lap, each lap, you get points for that. Passing cars get a difference. And, and yeah, with the head bets or the group bets we have, you can be watching the battle for the lead, but half the time you're looking at the leaderboard on the side and you're watching the battle for 24th because that's just as important to you as as the battle for the lead. So it really is, I mean, very similar to betting on football where you, you've got the, the game within the game on football, got the race within the race. And then for us, we cover the Cup Series, which races every Sunday, but the Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, which are kind of the other two levels right underneath the NASCAR, we get super in-depth on those and they have all the same options. When it comes to DFS, when it comes to betting, we get a full weekend. You know, three of those races, you toss in F1, you toss in IndyCar. SRX gets odds out there every once in a while. We cover all of that stuff, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And again, it's a long season. It goes from February to November. So you've got a long time to, to be betting almost every single weekend on racing, and, and it's very addicting. And again, like just like with football, it gets you more invested when you uh, when you have some skin in the game. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite things I've done some DFS kind of following your guys's, uh, guidance, I guess on the podcast for NASCAR. Cause again, don't know a lot about it, but I've done some DFS and I have to say one of my favorite things about keeping up with it, uh, just watching the DFS and it's not, I shouldn't say it's my favorite cause it means a bad thing, but the little <laughs> car that's overturned when they wreck, it cracks me up every time to see that little car just turned over. And I'm like, the first time I, I was feel, like, what is I that? feel like oh. it's Nick, Nick Fortune that might have said it. But somebody said to me once, they're like, imagine when people get butthurt about a, a football player getting injured and and they're not used to betting on NASCAR. Like, wrecks are just a part of it. So, yeah, your guy gets knocked out early. Yep, shit happens. That's that's part of betting on it. <laughs> and then he will be the little flipped over yep. car. Um, I don't know. Just something about it makes me laugh every time. Again, shouldn't be my favorite thing because it's bad for my lineup. But it cracks it me up either funny, way. <laughs> well, and it's funny because especially on super speedways where you could have a lineup where all five of your, all six of your cars are all little red cars that are tipped yeah. over. And then and then it's not funny anymore, but it certainly <laughs> it is. is funny because you hit well, it. Yeah. And Justin laughed extra hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, then that makes a perfect race for Justin. He's like, I did it. I would say yes, that should be worth something if you can pick all people that crash. I mean, just saying. <laughs> Uh, oh, look at Wolf of Oakland in here. If I were to bet Chase and NASCAR every race, I could retire next year. Uh, uh, yeah, you got Chase a couple of Chase Briscoe, options. Chase uh, Elliott. Yeah, Chase Briscoe. You're probably not going to bet on as much, but sometimes. <laughs> do it. Listen, if you, you bet you on Chase right, Briscoe you and he hits, yeah, you, you could probably have a nice little day. Um, It is interesting, like, because I've listened to you guys a lot, because wh whether you like racing or not, you guys are extremely entertaining. And um, just the names that I've picked up, I'm like, oh, I'll see it on Fox. I mean, I'm sure we've all seen it on Fox watching football that they're they're pushing NASCAR hard right now mm -hmm. because Daytona 500 is coming up and everything. And they mentioned the names. I'm like, oh, I, I know that guy. I remember that name anyway. <laughs> so um, it, it is always fun. Do you have any questions right now for Rod or Cody on 
NASCAR no, betting. No, I'm learning. She just wants to know why. That's all. <laughs> why NASCAR? What What is it about it? I don't, and it's I don't, not too like, fantasy. Like the, there's fantasy, or you're just mean DFS. Is no, no, there's fantasy. Oh, no, there's fantasy oh. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm in a lot of fantasy <laughs> How many? Okay, now enough. I need to know. Let me let me introduce you to my fantasy NASCAR league. <laughs> Do you have a separate uh, I, I would for say your I'm fantasy in, NASCAR? What's that? Do you have a separate spreadsheet? Yeah. So it's a little <laughs> fantasy NASCAR, and there's a bunch of different games. I'm in probably, I would say, close to 15 different ones. And, like, there's different different levels of it. It's not like fantasy football where you draft and you, you have the waiver wires. It's a, a little harder to do that because you're you're limited on the drivers, and, and there's certain drivers who are just a lot better. And so a lot of it is, like, salary cap stuff, which is similar to DFS, or there's mm-hmm. groups. Like, you got to pick two two guys from this group, and, and there's different ways to score each game. So they're all a little different. So it's a little less man like that goes into it than than fantasy football. It's kind of like you just set your lineup on on a Saturday after qualifying or whatever, and and you kind of go with that. But you got to keep track of you know what what you're trying to get out of each one, and so mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. But yeah, there's all sorts of different. Look out there, hit me up. I can set you up with some of the leagues. There's all kinds of leagues out there that do it different ways and have different scoring. And then DFS, of course, underdog. Um, you know they've got all three NASCAR series. They've got F1 for, you know, the over-under picks. And you can do, I think they have over-under fantasy points sometimes or finishing position or F1 will have starting position, stuff like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to, to get involved. Hey, Juke. Thanks Shout for uh, Juke. Yeah. Um, Look, I, and I did, a, I actually was in a redraft a couple of seasons ago for NASCAR. And that, my friends, you want to talk about, you know, you get mad in a redraft when somebody snags your, your pick. And, and snipes you imagine only having 30 some odd drivers to pick from and and you're stuck with the fifth pick in the third round and you're like do i want bj mcleod or do i want like Let's, he should be the last pick but i'd rather take his jack man and on, on, i'd rather take ricky bobby at that point. see what we need to do rod and this is our our goal for the 2025 season is build some type of league like that incorporating all three series and make it Ooh. intricate because that would make it a little more evened out if you've got all three series in there you guys you guys just you guys just hit on gold on the show look at i think uh, i'm gonna write that idea down right now because we're gonna we're gonna invent that for the 2025 season that's beautiful Um, you guys are sparking ideas all left and right love it you know, I one of the places that maybe you can get down on some NASCAR is Cut. And Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. It's a peer-to-peer social betting, and it's the new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or others on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes, plus tons of fun social features that give it the feel of betting social network. Rod and I are actually placing a bet on who's going to win The Bachelor. Just kidding. I don't I don't know if Rod watches The Bachelor, but I do not. But Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable odds. Create your own bets. They handle the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for dollars. No breaking kneecaps. Plus, there's social features like group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Download Cut today in the App Store. That's K-U-T-T. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% bonus deposit bonus. That's K-U-T-T, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks on Old Fashioned Football. If you want to play along some side some of your favorite Price picks players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. I don't know who those guys are, but maybe you do. You can now find community plays under the promos tab to the app to view entries and some of the biggest names in the price picks community each week. My favorite thing about price picks is they offer a reboot policy. 
let's say your player gets injured a la Sam Laporta in the first half and he doesn't come back in that second half, that's okay. It doesn't count against you. He's rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance platform, and they offer weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, PrizePix discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. The only thing uh, better than Taco Tuesday is Whiskey Wednesday. You know, I, they're, they're releasing the line slowly on these playoffs. One of the ones that I like is Mike Evans. Just take more on everything. The Eagles defense, not that great. And I think Mike Evans is going to have a heck of a game. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash SGPN, code SGPN. Prizepicks daily fantasy sports made easy. Jokes on you, Justin. I did play in a bachelor fantasy league once upon a time. So (laughs) I may not be up on it this year, but I, I do know how to get in on it. Oh, love it. Nick Fortune, can't wait for the call in line for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Um, is your guys' is, is one of the best bets for new people? Uh, I have one more, sorry, NASCAR question here before we talk a little fantasy football, but is it manufactured to win the race? Because that's one that I have found like you don't have to know a ton about the actual race car drivers. You can look at like, oh, let's see the past five, what manufacturer has won, and kind of lay some action that way. What do you guys think about that one for for beginners? That that it's a good one. That, that's one we've hit on multiple times. Rod specifically seems to love to pull that one out, and a lot of times you can kind of find a, a disadvantage. There was a race I don't remember. I think it was this past season, but where where Ford had won the race like eight of the last nine times, but they were kind of having a down season. Everybody was looking past them, and it was like the way that they are on that specific track, they seem to dominate that track. It's in Michigan. They care more about that track for those reasons. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's one that you can find definite advantages. I think you got like a plus 550, plus 600 on something like that. That's another thing, too, that we always joke about uh, when it comes to the racing bets is a lot of the bets we have are plus money bets. And, you know, you get something that's like minus 130, and in football, that's fairly normal, right? And, and Rod's always – we're always kind of like – uh, minus 130 it's kind of gross but like you should take this one but but it's funny because it's so different in the nascar world you, you do get a lot of plus money bets which is uh, a really nice thing yeah and that's a that's another good thing too just flacco's race to go to ot yeah i mean those are those are the types of things where and i said before you, you can find so many different ways to bet these these races that you know a lot of times you're not even paying attention to unless you put a, a decent wager on who's going to win. You're, you're paying attention to all the other stuff that you can do. And, and like Cody said, you know, these, these 40 to ones, these 30 to ones, anytime we bring it up, do we hit a 33 to one someplace? Then, you know, everybody else is like, Oh my God. And we're just like, yeah, that's just a Sunday. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean like last year on, you know, the, so the before, so the week after the championship games, there's a race uh, in between the championship games for football and the Super Bowl, and it's played inside the L.A. Memorial Coliseum where USC plays their football games. They're currently building a racetrack that's temporary in there, and they'll tear it down after the race. But we started the season off last year with a 33-1 to for the top finishing Ford. And so, you know, the wow. guy, I think he ended up finishing seventh or eighth place, but still he was the best finishing Ford in the in the race. And so you can cash on that. So another, you know, you don't have to nail the guy who wins or – you know, he was in seventh place and yet he cashes us a, a nice solid, you know, bet to, to move on to use that money in the Super Bowl and then roll it to the Daytona 500. All right. Educate the newbie here. Um, how does the race go to overtime? I know what that means in football. 
But what's that mean <laughs> in racing necessarily? It's the same thing. Just, you know, extra, extra laps, right? Instead of extra quarter, extra, it's extra laps. So NASCAR has got a rule. Uh, basically, if the caution flag comes out before the white flag, and the white flag is the last lap, if you've taken the white flag, then the next flag will end the race, whether it's a caution or a checkered. But if the caution comes out before the white flag drops and they run to the limits or to, to the scheduled distance, you go to overtime, which is a green-white checkered finish. So they'll throw the green flag to start the race. You come back around to the white flag and then the checkered flag. If you don't get back to the white flag, same thing. You go to double overtime. And they will have endless overtimes until they reach either the white flag or or the you know caught the final checkered flag. So that's because- uh, and if you can get if you can find race to go to OT for the day twenty five hundred, smash that because that is the race everyone wants to win. It is going to be action packed finish. And it, I'd have to look how many times it's gone to overtime recently, but I'm fairly certain it's been quite a few times, because which screwed us out of a bet last year because we had the guy that was leading at the end of regulation, which was unfortunate. But that's okay. Yeah, it used to be it used to be that the race would end no matter if the caution if the caution came out, it didn't matter. It would just end. That would that would be the end of the race. Okay. And race fans were pissed because it was like, well, we don't want to see a race end under the yellow flag because there's no racing, right? So then. NASCAR was like, all right, fine. Well, we'll give you an opportunity to finish the race under under green conditions. And so they came up with the the playoff thing. But again, for years and years and years and years and years, the race was just over. If the caution well, fell. Before that, they used to race back to the yeah, caution they, flag, they which was so there would be a wreck on the track and the, the rule would be race back to the line, which is not safe, obviously. So <laughs> they've changed that since uh, NASCARs. They're pretty good on the safety these days, but. Uh, yes, and then they implemented after that the uh, this overtime rule, which is great. It, it provides with great finishes, and again, it gives you the the uh, you know the feeling of getting to the end of the race and not just ending under the yellow flag. Where yeah. it's like a you know nice. All right, we're gonna flip a little from NASCAR to fantasy football, and uh, we got a little this or that type of questions like this player or that player for you guys the points are all made up it's like whose line is it anyways nobody wins or <laughs> loses it's kind of like the college playoff football committee you know <laughs> wins don't matter so um yeah michigan so gonna... splitting another national championship just like right. they did in 97 that shouldn't it, have counted but it's all right <laughs> exactly um these some of these questions so we're we're going to kind of recap the playoffs mm-hmm. so the the week 15 16 and 17th if your playoffs run into 18th slap your commissioner tell him to knock that shit <laughs> off because that's so many players sit mm-hmm. i've i saw people asking questions like who do i start this person's sitting it's like you shouldn't be playing yeah, you shouldn't week. be <laughs> what are you doing yeah what, what's the point of even playing the whole season if you're not gonna have any of the players at the end exactly um the, the the playoffs weeks 15 through 17 had a lot of surprises so mm-hmm. you'll catch on some of these are going to trick you but um brandon do you want to start with quarterbacks do a little quarterback trivia for the playoffs yes um and before we do a little bit of this or that question for you guys this this player was drafted as the 26th quarterback off the board but finished fifth after averaging 19.5 points per game. Who is it? You want a buzzer? <laughs> was it CJ Stroud? Oh, that was no. Mike's. But I think he finished seventh. So, yeah. uh, let's see. Yeah. We had to kick you off. <laughs> yeah, I, hurt, I hurt you guys. I'm just, just... Yeah, that, I was going to guess Jordan Love, but I figured it wouldn't be a Packer on this show. Come well, on. I tricked you there. First trick right away. <laughs> tricked you there. Okay. 
So again, this is assuming that your fantasy football playoffs ran weeks 15, 16, and 17. So would you guys rather have in the playoffs Patrick Mahomes or Bailey Zappi? Bailey Zappi. Bailey (laughs) Zappi. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, was it really? I was going to agree with you, but no. I mean, Mahomes. As a Patriots fan, I didn't want Bailey Zappi, Zappi either. But. He did. So speaking not of Mahomes, much, yeah, or what? what? I mean, yeah, couldn't have been by much because Mahomes like wasn't that great. Not over. The or was he? I don't know if he was better in the playoff run. I don't think so. No, and this is where I don't. I had my stats and. They're not with me right now. <laughs> we were talking I think Justin's earlier. comment before the show was stats don't matter. Stats don't Stat, matter. Stats do matter to me. They matter. So, speaking of Mahomes, would you rather have started Patrick Mahomes or Gardner Minshew? Minshew. Oh, that's easy. Minshew. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't really understand how this game works. You know what's funny? Is that we're so convincing that even Miranda's like, the answer's in front of her. She's like, of course you'd start Minshew. What are you talking about? We both had the same answer both no, times. No, Mahomes like, oh, outscored Minshew. Really? <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, he did. You still shouldn't sure draft did. Mahomes in the first round. No, you should Okay, not. we're sticking with the Mahomes theme here. Okay. Would you have rather started Mahomes for the, your playoff weeks or Brock Purdy? <laughs> Nick says Brock Purdy. Uh, <laughs> it, feels, it feels trappy because it's been Mahomes both times, but I'm That's still going with Brock Purdy. Me too. <laughs> Brock Purdy. This one, yes. Okay, Brock maybe. Purdy. Right, do you need a double check? Mahomes. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, I was like, not three times in a row. I, I <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Aiden O'Connell or Russell Wilson? Well, Russell Wilson didn't play, so I had to be O'Connell. I, I'm going to have to say Aiden O'Connell as well. I mean, Russ did not cook. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I was so high on Russell Wilson. Future uh, New, New England Patriots quarterback Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe him and Pete Carroll can get back together again now somewhere. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I'm Although is, is Russ eligible one. to play at Alabama? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> they'll make a special. <laughs> An easy one this time: Joe Flacco or Patrick oh, Mahomes? Joe, <laughs> Joe Flacco over everyone but Kyler Murray, right, Miranda? <laughs> I still would have picked him. One point doesn't matter. <laughs> One point mattered. It does, it matters. I still lost by it. So what was your answer, Rod? Oh, Flacco, of course. Flacco. Yeah, he outscored Patrick Mahomes. Now I'm going to take Aiden O'Connell and Patrick Mahomes. Who would you rather have had during the playoffs? Who, who won that league, by the way, Nick? Um, let's see. This this feels I like, feel like this is a Mahomes. This feels like a Mahomes. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I know O'Connell did okay, but like, yeah, let's go Mahomes. Spectacular. Mahomes, final yeah. answer. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not, now I'm not so sure. But yes. <laughs> in, I don't care. I will let you know they were within one point of each other. Oh well. How do we you know? Close e- we were close either way. Because I made, I, I've got this. Well, is this four point? Is it six point? Is it standard? Is it serious scoring? Is I heard one point doesn't matter, but it depends. We were right. It's situational. <laughs> All right, Joe Flacco or Josh Allen? Ooh, Josh Allen. Nope, Flacco. Allen threw too many picks. It yeah, was but Flacco. Don't matter that was Flacco really? outscored yeah, Josh Flacco. Allen during those. I weeks. had Flacco carried me to a championship in a league, so <laughs> I loved him. But 
Jordan Love or Josh Allen? Ah, okay, that's Josh Allen. No, Jordan Love was really good at the end. Uh, Weeks 14, 15, 15, 16, 15, 17. 16, 17 yes. Josh Allen. Flacco was killing Allen. it, but Allen is better than. This would be different, Love. Jordan Love outscored Josh <laughs> Allen in those weeks. I beat you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yes. Uh, we're going to get to the rest of them in one second here, but we got to tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Miranda, you want to tell yes. them a little bit about Hall of Fame bets? Yeah, the NFL season is not over yet, and you can win bigger by betting smarter with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, I'm going to cover running backs and wide receivers just so we don't keep everybody too long. We're going to rapid fire this. Of course, out of the whole season, biggest surprise, Raheem Mostert finished second. Uh, with an ADP of 41, and then Kyron Williams finished third with an ADP of 71. So those guys got you a lot of value if you got them. Same thing, playoff talks. This or that, Joe Mixon or Derrick Henry? Oh, I hate to say it, but Joe Mixon. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Mixon outscored Henry. David Montgomery or Jameer Gibbs? Gibbs at the Gibbs. end. Gibbs. Yep. Yep, in the playoffs, playoffs, not the regular season. No. No. Um, but who, yeah, in the who playoffs. Called that out of us two who said Monty would be better than Gibbs? She's not answering. Um, <laughs> She's looking at her stats. Yeah. So uh, would you rather have the RB8 on the year, Brees Hall, or RB23, James Conner? Oh, Brees Hall Connor. tore it up at the end. So I'm going Brees Hall. But Connor outscored him barely. in the playoffs. He really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. all had two massive. We, I mean, we did, I had Connor yeah. too, and he was great. But that's kind of surprising. Connor had more touchdowns over the that span. This one's going to feel like a trap. Bijan Robinson or Chris Rodriguez Jr. Chris Rodriguez Jr. Dude, who's Bijan Robinson? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know we'll know who he is now because he's been freed from Arthur Sin. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. Rodriguez did outscore him. Last one, the ADP of two, three, and twenty-six. Would you rather have Bijan Robinson, Austin Eckler, or Zamir White? Zamir White. Zamir White outscored both of them combined. Wow. Which is so combined. crazy. Yeah, I know. So if you had Bijan and Eckler, which you obviously, if they were two and three. You invested a lot in. It did not pay off in the playoffs. Moving to wide receiver, biggest surprise, of course, was Puka Nakua. And uh, though Mike Evans, not as old as a lot of people thought, Baker got him the ball. He outperformed his ADP by 30 spots. So playoff talks, Cooper Cup or Rasheed Rice? Down the stretch, Rice. Feels like you wouldn't put Rice in there unless he beat him, but I'm going to go with Cup. (laughs) Rice did outscore Cup. <laughs> Cody knew it was a trap. Uh, Justin Jefferson or Rod's guy, Brandon Ayuk. Jefferson. Ayuk Jefferson. cooled off at the end of the season. Jefferson really kind of tore it up at the end. Yeah, correct. Uh, because George, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, what's his face that kind of Mullins that got him the ball quite a bit there in the end, too. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, good old 49ers. Nick Mullins. 
George Pickens or Justin Jefferson? Uh, this might be close because Pickens had that one really big game, but I still think it's Jefferson. I think it's Pickens. Although Jefferson's week 18 was more big than I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm going to go Pickens too. Pickens did mm-hmm. outscore Jefferson. And uh, here's the name of players that outscored Tyreek Hill in the playoffs, just, just for some fun facts. Wondell Robinson, Jamal Agnew, Husker. Alex Erickson, Lil' Jordan Humphrey, DJ Chark, and Demarcus Robinson all outscored Tyreek Hill in the playoffs. Fantasy football, nobody. If anybody tells you they can give you the perfect lineup every single week, they're liars. Yeah. They cannot. Um, speaking it's, of... Uh, that's what makes the game so great, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's frustrating. And first the name of Lil' Jordan Humphrey. That man is, is a classic. <laughs> right? Um, speaking of Demarcus Robinson, would you rather have him or... DK Metcalf or DJ Moore or Calvin Ridley in the fantasy football. Oh, I know this personally against DK Metcalf, but definitely Robinson. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want any of those other guys. To, he, outs- he outscored them all combined. Jesus. Mm-hmm. He, he had a couple of huge weeks. I threw him in. I mean, I wasn't after the first two weeks. I was like, God, can you trust him? And I started him and I was very happy. I did. Cause yeah. Yeah. He tore it up. It's because Cody listened to us give him out on the waiver wire. I, I put him in <laughs> Dynasty. Um, last one, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, or Darius Slayton. Well, I'm guessing Slayton because he's the outlier. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe did he outscore all three of them combined? He was two points away oh. from outscoring all three combined, which is insane to me. Well, one, uh, two points doesn't matter, right? If one doesn't matter, <laughs> right. no. if one doesn't matter, two, <laughs> two. certainly doesn't. We're matter. about to throw out three points too. <laughs> all right, do you want to take us home with uh, yes, tight ends? Yes, let's do this. Your favorite tight ends. Position. Yes, um, and I was. I know we've already talked about this. How I was off this year, but rookie Sam Laporta was the number one tight end this year. Finished tight end one. I thought it was going to be next year. That was my prediction. <laughs> you were high on. LaPorta, yes. Though. Um, he, he carried me in that guillotine league. It was beautiful. Yes, yeah. it was. So we are going to do Travis Kelsey or Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, but it's gross. Oh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Pitts outscored Kelsey. Dude, is Pitts like, can we just like sidebar really quick? How much does mm-hmm. his value like shoot through the roof having a real coach next? I don't even know who the coach is, but right. anyone but Arthur Smith, like, he might He's be, going first round next year. Watch. He, he might legit be like tight end one mm-hmm. next year. Are, are you bringing your passion back? My Pitts oh, passion. Is he going to stir that up? Oh, I, I got a whole <laughs> cup full of it over here. I missed that passion. <laughs> I, I saved it for you so I can give it back to you when, yeah, when you the go. time is right. Um, yeah, Drake London, <laughs> Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson. The, all you, of them. Like, all oh, of them got to be beautiful. Because <laughs> they're going to, they have to bring in a coach that is agreeing like okay you're going to use these guys we've spent well, draft picks on probably these guys. anybody Carol. who's ever seen a football game besides arthur smith <laughs> Carol to the falcons i did hear pete carroll's Ooh. planning on staying with the seahawks as an advisor we'll see what, what happens sounds there like. Put, mm-hmm. putting the old man up in the office all right cole Komet or evan ingram ingram he I was gonna say pass hair <laughs> yeah, it was Evan Ingram. It definitely was. Ingram it was like it was, was it really? Yeah. Well, it was a Bears question. We should have known that. Jeez, <laughs> come on. Tucker Craft or George Kittle? Craft. Craft was big yes, yes. Craft. Kittle had Kittle had good impactful plays, but he never had a statistical day in the last few that made you go, "Damn, that's the that's the tight end to for next season." Kittle yeah. is just mm-hmm. oh, he's so boom or bust. It's 
annoying. But it doesn't matter because the guy is an all-around football player. And that's, yeah, he is. I mean, for fantasy's sake, but... yeah, for fantasy sake, you yeah. don't ever want to draft him. But for <laughs> as, a, as a football, someone who watches the 49ers, I'm glad that dude's on our side. Oh, yeah. It's because he learned from the oh, best, yeah. best Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah. The only thing Iowa has to offer, tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we talk about this the other day? There's a I whole f- list. I feel like we had this conversation. <laughs> John Wayne. Miranda and tight ends. So Jason three Momoa. Things to come Jason to Momoa, but he wasn't born here. But I guess we raised him. So <laughs> we raised him. We 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 actually raised Momoa. We didn't want to tell you guys, but <laughs> what, a, what a story! Isn't he? Is he younger than you? Yeah, he's he not younger than me. I don't know if he's younger than you, but I'm sure he's younger than me. Most people are. It feels like. All right, I've I've just got. What's a... the rest of your list, smartass? <laughs> Juwan Johnson or Dallas Goddard? Um, Juwan Johnson, I think, ended the season fairly decent because Carr kind of went off at the end and fucking Taysom Hill didn't do shit. God damn it, Taysom. So, yeah, Juwan Johnson. (laughs) I had a lot of Taysom Hill this year. It it, it was Juwan Johnson, and that Field of Dreams was on my list. Yeah. So don't forget. I didn't forget Field of Dreams. Juke says don't forget it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She did list that in her list. I did. (laughs) Nobody asked me if I want to have a catch or else I'm going to be falling all over the place. Shout out to Mama Mark in the chat, too. Mama Mark, hi. She says we raised Momoa. I don't know if that means I'm Momoa. Have you seen that commercial where he like takes off his muscular arms and he's really yeah. skinny and stuff? It's actually me under Momoa's suit. <laughs> That's a good one. Yep. Oh, all right. Last one for you guys: Travis Kelsey, Jake Ferguson, Darren Waller, or Juwan Johnson? Juwan Johnson. I'm gonna say Darren Waller as a surprise. No, Waller didn't do that much at the end. All right. Johnson outscored all three combined. That's a win win times three, right? You know what? I wasn't in the fantasy playoffs in a lot of mine. uh, (laughs) I I didn't pay attention. And you both win because we didn't keep track of points. Congratulations. (laughs) Everybody gets a trophy. Um, Let's shift it back to NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, um, You mean NASCAR or you mean F1? Either one, Both. either one you guys want to talk Whatever, about. Yeah. I also want to hear what your uh, Daytona 500 bets are. Um, so yeah, give me give me anything you guys want to. You again are in the driver's seat. Well, so I tell you one thing right now. If you listen, uh, of course, to us and and you listen to our show, you know that super speedway betting is Cody's favorite time of year. It's like Christmas in February or in wherever they go to Atlanta or if, if you like to sweat a bet, oh, oh my man. God. super speedway betting, Oof, it gets you going. That's the one thing about it, too. So for, for those of you who don't and really aren't aware, Daytona 500, the, the sport of NASCAR starts the entire season with the crown jewel event, with the Super Bowl, as it were, with the greatest spectacle and racing and and all that other good stuff with the Daytona 500. It is a what they consider a super speedway race, which means that these cars are going to be racing at similar speeds in very close proximity with each other. And they do what's called pack racing or used to be called draft racing where, you know, the car in front of you cuts a path through and it makes room for you. There's so many aerodynamics that I wouldn't even be able to do it all justice, but suffice it to say that these guys are traveling at high speeds, close quarters, sometimes, 
they they fall back. Sometimes they go forward. They, the positions are never stable through the entire race. So you could have a guy who's been in first place, let's say, for lap after lap after lap after lap, and then maybe he pits, and the rest of the field doesn't pit. Well, now he's back in 25th. But then, like a few a few minutes later, he's back up again in the tenth, and then he drops back again because he's scared that he's going to get wrecked out, and so he'll drop back to thirtieth, and then and then he'll climb his way back up to the front. I mean, more so than in mile and a half races because this is where the pack stays together closer than than in those races where it gets strung out. But like Cody said, man, you can be watching your ticket, and and the dude's in the front, and you're like, yes, I've got this nailed. And then five laps later, he's in 30th. You're like, what the hell just happened? Like, oh, I'm dead. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's always a crazy a crazy day. Yeah, like Rod said, uh, it's it's amazing racing. That's what leads to the big spectacular crash, as you see, is the super speedway type racing, which when it comes to betting, that's that can be volatile, of course. We always kind of give the speech when you go into the super speedway races, like basically – just playing on losing all these bets, but there's so many opportunities <laughs> to hit big bets. And that's what makes it fun. Only outrights are out right now. And, and the good thing with that is anyone can win at a super speedway. You go to a mile and a half, you go to a short track. There's only a select group of drivers that can really have a shot to win the race. The super speedways uh, probably all, but the last three or four guys. And, and they still technically have a chance and could win it if they do play their cards. Right. Um, and I think it's been, 75 to one or higher. That's won the last three uh, Daytona 500s for outrights. So wow. you can hit a big ticket to start the season. Um, but yeah, this is that's a place where we're going to take long shot top tens, uh, long shots. You know, top manufacturers. Those are always fun. Um, make sure you bet on Corey LaJoy if you learn nothing else on this podcast at the Super Speedways. 65 to um, one, by the way, currently yes. on Kings. Make sure you get in on that, and I'll, I will ladder him. Uh, you know, to win top three, top five, top 10, top Chevrolet, all of the above, take him in head to heads. Um, but yeah, super speedway betting is the most fun way to do it. It's a great way to get into it. And actually this year, our first two races are super speedways after the clash of the call. See them the first two, um, you know, regular season races are at super speedways. A lot of fun. If you wanted to get into DFS, that's great because it literally is a dart throw. There's almost no set strategy in DFS. Uh, at Super Speedways, which we'll talk about on our show as well. We cover cover the DFS as we lead into it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. But uh, the real betting will start week three when we get to a quote-unquote normal track. But the most fun I have betting is on the Super Speedways. And opening the season with two of them is, is going to be a hell of a good time. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have all the picks in the week leading up to it when all the odds drop. And we, we've got a ton of options because... It's it's a lot of fun, and you have a chance to really hit some some very big tickets at, at races like that. Yes, sir. And and honestly, if you are holding my feet to the fire, we know that Cody and Corey LaJoy are like. In fact, I don't know where he is, but I'm sure he's not he's, far far he's away. He's right here. He's always really close. Look at that. Is this <laughs> not the most beautiful right man you've ever that. seen, Miranda? <laughs> he's, he's gorgeous. The flowing hair. Uh, and he's a he's a great super. My prediction, he is going to uh he's probably gonna win the second race of the season at Atlanta. So, you know, if he wrecks out in the first race, that's all right. We're gonna load back up on him at Atlanta. But boy, if he wins the Daytona five hundred, I will be the happiest man on the planet. Often joke that I am the president of his fan club because big fan. Indeed he is. Uh and then for me, look, I I, I want to take a role on John Hunter Nemechek. He's now taking over the 42 car Inspire. It's a new team. It's a new Toyota's got a new lease on life for for the uh the Legacy Motor Club and uh you know, at 50 to 1, 
right now. I, I think I like John Hunter coming back into the series for a second run. A guy that can pack race. Toyota's got a little more leverage now with a little couple more cars in this pack, so they're not necessarily all that strung out. We know Chevy's a pretty big uh, player in that race, and then so is Ford, but I think the strides Toyota's making kind of puts them back in the forefront and out of these long shots, you know, for me, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take John Hunter at 50 to one, probably the last guy I really feel comfortable unless you want Voldemort at 55 to one. Uh, and, and by the way, Voldemort for us is uh, Daniel Hemrick, but uh, yeah. yeah, his name is not allowed to be said on our show because he cost us a lot of money in the past. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to ask, what's the story behind he, that? He single-handedly, I, in a super speedway race, I had, higher than 15 to one tickets on first second third and fifth place okay and in one wreck he took all four of them out and completely destroyed <laughs> my day. so he's dead he, he who shall not it. be named yeah no. he planned that in fact wait hold on wait the we also have a little bit of fun uh with it because anytime we we go okay. to say his we'll name saying if you want to make this bet on <laughs> there <you> <laughs> <laughs> love it um, what about Jack Wood? Are you guys placing that's a truck series driver, he right? He's a truck series driver. That's Justin's favorite driver. Yeah. Uh, don't can't don't help it with a name like Jack Wood. If you want to, if you want to find Johnson. a way, if you names for one, you know, if you, you want to find a way to bet on Jack Wood, bet against Jack Wood. That's the best advice I can give. <laughs> Unless you're a teenager. Um, <laughs> Miranda, I have a list of the uh, the top favorites for Daytona 500 here. Pick one and tell me who's going to win. <laughs> Nothing like putting her on the spot, right? Which which name is the prettiest? That's what she's looking for right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, whose name sounds the coolest? Joey Logano. That, that was mine. Well, I took all you guys. <laughs> hey, yeah. two, two, he's champion in 2022. Yep. We, it's a year. Former 500 winner. Uh, yeah, he does. So he uh, has a thing for even years. He's much like the San Francisco Giants. Uh, he's made the final four in the playoffs four or five different times. And it's only been in odd, uh, even years. So it's his year, potentially. Good job, Miranda. <laughs> All right, um, I was, you. I was going to pick him, but I'll do something right, different. Are you sure you were? I, I <laughs> you was. give me this whole list. Only and because I've heard name? them talk about okay. Joey Logano. Um <laughs> I'm going to go Ross Chastain because I know okay. you guys have talked about him too. The melon yeah. man. Watermelon man. One, not bad. Yeah. I, he's a volatile pick. He can be a little aggressive at points, but he's a good, he's won super speedway before he won Talladega last year. So he can get it done. I can't pick Kyle Bush until they put him in the Bush car. Like that <laughs> well, just rubs me wrong. That's the sad thing is Bush left, you know, Kevin Harvick retired this year and Bush let, you know, so they left him and they were looking for a driver and it's like, the obvious one is Kyle Bush. Like, imagine the marketing around that. Right. <laughs> but they did go to to Ross Chastain, whose nickname is the Watermelon Man. He's a fifth-generation watermelon farmer from Florida. So if there's not a watermelon Bush Light, uh, not a Bush Light fan here as I work for Miller Lights in my day job, <laughs> but uh, they're really missing the boat if they, they pass up on that marketing campaign. Speaking of both, they're both like um, having sex in a boat, effing near water. Um <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Not a light beer fan. Sorry, Cody. Uh, you know, I always when I when I listen to you guys throw out names, the name I always want to bet is Bubba Wallace because Bubba just sounds like a name that should be good at NASCAR. It, I don't know why. Not, nope. 
You just <laughs> it just sounds like he's not though. Nick <laughs> Nick hates him. No, Bubba's a great and oh. really for Daytona 500, like he's a great bet there. He's probably one of the. I don't have the odds right in front of me, but he's probably pretty high on the board there because oh, he's Bubba, one of the best uh, super speedway drivers. One. Yeah, is he really? Yeah. Oh shit. He's longer. He's longer that. odds. He's longer odds than. Uh, yeah. Than don't, don't bet that. That's a good awesome. bet. <laughs> He's he's very good and he's been real close to the 500 a couple of times. He's about to, he's about to have himself a big season, so I like it. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's go. Nick. That's what that's there what I'm saying. Nick's Nick's an avid hater. Of, uh, <laughs> um, I did I did uh, text him when you guys were doing your show last, and he was in the chat saying that, and I said it's 2024. You can't say you don't like <laughs> Bubba. Um, <laughs> but anyways. What else do you guys want to add before we talk? Um, we just got a little touch on fantasy football left before we get to the whiskey, but anything else you guys want to add over NASCAR, F1, any type of racing? I know you guys are you're doing shows five days a week, right? Yeah, we got we got five days because, well, first of all, we talk a lot, and uh, we have all three series that we cover. And then, not to mention, too, we've found ways to add in, like, SRX, like Cody was talking about. That's kind of like a, a superstar racing experience. Um, there's formula E odds right now. So we're going to get down on that on the F1 gambling podcast. There's IndyCar. Um, I mean, listen, when motocross gets going, I want to get that. I mean, listen, we, if it's racing and you can bet on it, we're pretty much one stop shop. Yeah. So (laughs) if you, if you really do get that itch over the off season, if you're listening to the old, if this, uh, listen to this on the old fashioned football and you, and you want to get down on some, some action and have something to watch and pay attention to, I guarantee you. You start with NASCAR. That's fine. That's that's great. Start with the Daytona 500, please. Uh, well, actually, start with the Bush, the Clash. You'll you'll enjoy the Clash. That'll be your introduction to it, and then follow us down the rabbit hole. And before you know it, you'll be asking us if we have Australian supercars odds to talk about. And you know, that's 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 how down, far down you'll go with us uh, as we go down this hole. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's just like you guys' show, right? Like you come for the fantasy football advice because. You know what you're talking about, and you're really good at it. But you're a great combination as well, right? You know each other very well. Obviously, you're married. Rod and I, not married, but uh, it feels like we are sometimes on the show. So uh, it is. We're 300. What are we? 325 episodes into the NASCAR podcast. We're 50 episodes into the F1 show. We've done other shows together, and every like we we come off pretty well, I think, together. We work well together. So. We make it a lot of fun, and we're there to give you the picks, which we do, but also to talk about it and teach you about it and and what we're looking at and how we're getting there. It's not like, okay, pick this driver, pick this, that. Okay, you're gone. Like, we do talk for a long time sometimes, and, and they, you know, maybe too much at points, but it's a lot of fun we have. And, yeah, five days a week we cover, like I said, all three series, which is fun. You can get into it. Even if you're not a racing fan, give it a shot. You'll be surprised how quick you get hooked. We had a few guys check us out last year because we were on the the main show. They came over and listened to us. And then like throughout the season, they became some of our bigger fans in the Discord, like always interacting on the shows and and having a good time. It's a lot of fun. Uh, It's not just left turns and follow the leader (laughs) stuff. There was so much more to it. Like we said before, like the race within the race is a lot of fun. And and you start to learn the intricacies of it. and, And there's really a lot going on in a single race. I noticed, uh, I think it was always fresh, never soggy. It said he lives like 30 minutes from Watkins Glen. If you're close to a NASCAR race, mm. 
go to it or even just your local dirt track or whatever local track you have like racing in person it's an experience like none other you will fall in love with it and uh we're here for that yeah and and just to piggyback off what you said like like i said kind of at the beginning of the show it never was really a fan of racing nascar i haven't gotten into it i've placed bets on it from listening to you guys didn't watch the race but still won money um i mean it, uh, it doesn't get much better than that, I've done that. <laughs> everything zero, here at that point right i did zero work and made money i mean who can complain about that but but no i mean i tune in because you guys are entertaining even when even when it goes over my head because i don't know all the drivers or i don't know what race is coming up like you guys are entertaining it's fun to listen to and cody's a husker fan so i wouldn't just say that just to say it i mean that's, it so that's true that's true <laughs> also exactly. i don't know like you don't uh like i said yeah oh, i don't know where i was going with that but uh we have a weekly contest too uh in the discord we do a five dollar DraftKings dfs lineup every week so like you can go up against us oh the thing i, I remembered it thank god i forgot i totally forgot what i was gonna say what i was gonna say and i'm now forgetting again because i got sidetracked but you don't have to pay attention to like what's the next race what's coming up like it is a long schedule and it goes over a lot like we've got you covered we've got the breakdown this is what the track is this is what it's comparable to like and there's a lot that goes into you know building the bets it's not just oh this guy finished first last week go bet on him because each track has its own set of unique circumstances different teams are better at tracks different manufacturers are better at tracks year to year things are different Sure, you could go back and look at the last 10 races at a track, but it's a completely different car over the last two years. So you want to take the smaller sample size, you want to look at other things, and we do that for you. So so you don't have to be paying so much attention to everything that's going on because we're paying attention to it. So since we're paying attention to it, we might as well relate to you. And not just for the main series, too. Like Cody said, we cover all three. And so when you start taking into consideration some of these younger drivers, right, and some of these truck drivers, that's a lot of drivers to pay attention to. And, and yeah, you could get lost in the weeds, uh, but we, we know. And we know that, you know, this year all the new truck drivers that are coming in, replacing some of the ones that are going up, and then the Xfinity drivers that are, are leaving to go to the Cup Series full-time. And, I mean, we've spent countless hours and ignored our children to the point where we know what we're talking about. So uh, if it's good enough to not go to my daughter's recital over, then it's good enough for you to know that uh, we will we'll lead you in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, um, we were at the fantasy football expo and we ran into a guy by the name of Seth and I knew that Rod knew him. And I said, Oh, you know, Rod and Cody, we know them. And he said, they are the best in the business when it comes to racing and NASCAR and hundred percent agree. I mean, uh, not that I'm listening to a ton of podcasts, but I don't need to cause I get what I need from you guys. So um, it is fantasy football off season. So just one question before we get to the whiskey, cause I know everybody wants to try this whiskey. I'm, I'm waiting. Let's go. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it's the off season. How do you guys handle the off season? I know Cody's already drafting. Uh, there is no off. There is right no now. off season, Justin. <laughs> Yeah, but um, do you guys take a little break? Do you just follow the news? Are you tinkering your dynasty leagues? How, we'll start with Rod. How do you handle the off season? With a lot of alcohol. No. Um, it's, it's, it's with NASCAR? I was going to say, it's much different nowadays because before I, I used to Jones for fantasy football season to start again. And as soon as mock drafts started, I was always on my way to go into one of them and start mock drafting. But now 
now that NASCAR is is pretty much dominating the offseason, honestly, I take a break. Like, I love the fact that I don't have to think about how many catches DJ Moore is going to have this week or, you know, how many yards Purdy's. I just enjoy the fact that I don't have to worry about it until, like, I would say August or maybe or, uh, or early. Uh, what was the month that comes before August? June, July, September. <laughs> Whatever the month that comes before August is, that's that's when I start worrying about it. So, yeah, I, I love it. NASCAR and, and all the other, like, Australian football, I think of other things. CFL, right? Now the UFL, all that stuff dominates my brain over the offseason. <laughs> Daryl said, why not start with Cody? My, my answer yeah. is much longer. <laughs> uh, there is no offseason to fantasy football. <laughs> Currently in two startup dynasty drafts, one with you guys, of course. I uh, just got into another playoff contest. There's the FFPC, playoff best ball going on. Dynasty League, if your Dynasty League doesn't roll over and go straight to having waivers now, making trades, like you should be doing all of that stuff. Got to start getting ready for the rookie drafts. Those are coming up in a couple of months. So kind of paying a little more attention to, to the incoming rookies, making your moves for the drafts. Um, as soon as, uh, you know, as soon as the Super Bowl is over, Best ball for next season starts basically the next day. You got to start getting in on those. Uh, so, yeah, it, it never ends, and uh, it, it always continues, and that's why I love it. But that cuts into my pickleball following. <laughs> like, you can I, follow I don't, pickleball and draft teams. I don't see the problem. Bro, I only have so much space in my head. Do you want me to be good on the show or not? That's all I want to know. <laughs> if I'm, following, if I'm following Australian Rules football, pickleball, uh, extreme tag, and NFL then what good am I? See, that's why I just stick to NASCAR and NFL because <laughs> they're the two best. So. <laughs> well, whether you're uh, like Rod and taking a little break from it, or maybe you don't want to read the news and you want us to look into it, we're going to keep covering it all mm -hmm. off season. If you're like Cody and you're doing some drafting, we're going to have some auction mock drafts because auction was kind of where we started, mm -hmm. but it's not a ton of people have done it. We found out they, in fact, we have them do their first one. They're like, Oh, we really like the auction drafts. So we're going to have some <laughs> Cody's one of them. Yeah. So we're going to have some auction drafts, uh, mock drafts kind of help you get prepared there. We're going to cover all the off season news. We're going to have uh, Colby Dant on again, talk about college players. Cause nobody right knows the, college football, like for Colby. the draft. And yeah. So we're going to be getting you prepared, but we also talk about whiskey. And we're going to have distillers on. And right now we're talking about whistle pig piggyback. Um, so they're one, located. One, one thing real quick on the yeah. off season thing, huge difference in how I play fantasy football from when I was more casual and didn't pay attention in the off season to keeping up to the off season. Even if it is just listening to podcasts like this, it helps so much because you're constantly in the loop with changing teams, with changing mm -hmm. coaches, changing philosophies. There is a lot that goes on year round. And if you're trying to, to cram it all in right before the season, not that you can't, Rod, but it is nice <laughs> to have all of that through the off season and it continues to shape your thoughts and mock drafts or, or best balls, whatever, like keep you really, it keeps your mind drafting mind sharp, I think, in the off season and helps you I as you go. I absolutely into the agree with you because before we were doing the show, I took I was like, Rod, I took a break. After the fantasy football season was over, I took a break and then I was cramming in preseason, like before preseason, all that stuff. And there is so much that goes on in the off season. It's crazy. True. Yeah. So much. Even when you're talking about contracts and people not getting the contracts they want and then the holdouts and 
all the drama. There's so much drama in the off season. That's yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of drama. That's for it's, sure. It's crazy. It, it, and even down to the, we talked about Pete Carroll being fired. I mean, that's mm-hmm. going to change that offense. Arthur Smith being fired. It's going to change the mm-hmm. value of those players. Uh, Will Gino still be the guy without Pete Carroll? He might not be. Um, and that could affect the value of DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I mean, there's, Drew there is a lot. Drew Lock, Drew Lock. <laughs> they, Drew you know, Lock, I, I do think Drew Lock has a shot. I mean, the way oh. he came in uh, at the one game that Gino was out, I, I thought he played gritty. I mean, he, he showed some toughness. He made some throws. Still a pretty young guy. I mean, I, I don't hate that move, even if it is just to be another kind of bridge quarterback. Um, I do like Drew Locke for sure. So you guys have listened to us. You know, we've said it before. Taste your whiskey, smell it, whatever you smell, whatever you taste, you're right. Uh, (laughs) you know, we've, we've even had plenty of distillers on that have told us like, a, there's no right way to drink or enjoy your whiskey. If you like it, like Rod, you said you might want to put ice on it at some point. That's okay. Um, if you want to drink it straight, that's okay. If you want to drink it with a bunch of Coke, I don't recommend it, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, you see a huge Jack and Coke guy back in the day. Um, I got my Coke. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, you guys can taste it. Tell, you know, kind of think about what you're tasting, but I want to just talk about the distillery a little bit. It's located in Vermont. We did do a whistle pig review already, so we covered them more mm-hmm. in depth, but it was started by a legendary whiskey maker, Dave Pickerall, who passed away in 2018. And they were actually one of the first distilleries to start making premium rye. Most of the rye whiskey out there at the time in the 21st century, when they started was like $20. There weren't a lot of like quote unquote high end rise whistle pig was one of the first that said, Hey, everybody loves bourbon. Everybody's leaning into this high end bourbon. We want to lean into some high end rye and try to make the best rye we can. Cause nobody, rye was kind of an afterthought. Um, and that's what whistle pig did. Miranda, do you want to talk about the specific one or do you want to, do you guys want to talk about alpha Romeo, which I found out is no longer a team. Yeah, Alfa Romeo, no longer a team. F1 is something that we cover, so check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Uh, Yeah, Alfa Romeo is is putting the pin in that name. Now they are the stake F1 uh, kick sober team is what they end up Horrible. What a horrible team. Yeah, exactly. Stake F1 team kick sober. That is their their official name. I thought yeah. it was like steak A1 sauce, not <laughs> F1 sauce. They they used to just be the Sauber F1 team, and then Alfa Romeo came on as their, uh, you know, their the car, the type that they were driving. Mm-hmm. Alfa Romeo's leaving F1, um, and they're going to be with Audi now from uh, from going forward here. But, uh, and so that's why they, they changed the name. Still the same team. Still not a team that you're probably going to bet on a lot because well, they're, listen, they're... <laughs> they, they have Valtteri Botas and Joe Guan Yu. I mean, Guan Yu is one of the guys that you can put him in for a points finish every now and again. Botas, one of the better drivers in the in the league uh, a while back, kind of cooled off. Obviously, the equipment's not quite as good as he used was used to driving back in the day, but. I don't know. Maybe this infusion puts a little jolt in him. You're you're not gonna. I mean, look if you're if you're going for Guan Yu in a top six position, you're kind of stretching. But I think for solid points finishes week in and week out, you could probably pick your spots and and, and take either Botas or Guan Yu. Um, but Romeo, Alpha Romeo was sort of one of those backmarker teams that was never really gonna crack into the points unless Joe Guan Yu ended up doing it. So yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's frustrating. I mean. 
you want to see them do better. But like Cody said, I don't know that you're going to be betting on them quite a bit this season. Yeah. And I guess and, gonna, oh, go ahead, Cody. Just to talk to touch on betting on F1 real quick. If anybody has seen F1 lately, Max Verstappen is basically like setting all the records, dominating the sport. And so everybody's like, how do you bet on that when he wins? I mean, he's literally like minus 350 to win the championship this year, which is an absolutely ridiculous number. We had a race. Uh, I'll read the the sheet of our winners here from the Dutch Grand Prix this past season. We hit a 33 to 1 on a top two bet, a 28 to 1 on a fastest lap bet plus 625 on a podium bet, a plus 175 on a top six, plus 500 on a double points finish, plus 135 on a points finish. And the number of race leaders, the exact number was two, plus 175. There are so many other ways to bet on F1, just like with NASCAR. Even if Max Verstappen, and you can literally in F1, bet on how far Max Verstappen's going to win. Is he going to win by 10 seconds or less? Or are you going to win by 20 seconds or more? It's it is a lot of fun to get into, and really, Rod and I hadn't been into F one until a couple of seasons ago. Went at the NASCAR thing going, and then I was like, "Man, is these odds for F one?" Like, kind of look. I I've been a casual watcher from a distance fan for a long time, but getting into it, it's a lot of fun. And, and don't be deterred by the fact that Verstappen wins a lot because there's a lot of ways to bet on it, and we have a lot of fun. Nice. And I kind of buried the lead there, I guess. If you didn't hear at the beginning of the show, the reason we're talking about F1 with this mm-hmm. whiskey is this is uh, it's um, I guess it's picked by the Alfa Romeo F1 team, which is no longer a team. And that's why it's hard to get. Miranda did get me another bottle because you see this one is getting a little bit low <laughs> for Christmas. Because you cheated um, and you tried it. We I were did. all supposed to try it together. I couldn't help it. I, it was an accident. And when you were sending an their handshakes to them. I, I tripped. I accidentally um, drank that whiskey. <laughs> we it just could, fell into my mouth. Yeah, we, exactly. could, we could take this down as fast as an F1 pit stop and be done in about 2.5 seconds. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I will allow it to to settle on. I do. I like it. I, I taste the exhaust. Um, I taste... Uh, <laughs> I, I taste a lot of the rubber that, that gets laid down on the track. So a little, um, little scent of burning race fuel. It's good. <laughs> race fuel <laughs> that one. Oh my goodness. A little driver sweat. I I I felt that come through as well. A little, little Joe Guan Yu sweat in there. So great job. You, you laugh at that, Miranda. You go to a dirt track and uh <laughs> the part of the racetrack is in your food and drink. Well, it, it might be wonderful. in this based on how they yeah, they why made don't you this. Tell us so, how it was made. well, now that we know that the Alpha Romeo F1 team is no no longer that, but that this is what it is. It's the limited edition piggyback legend series, Alpha Romeo F1 team steak barrel. Um, it's a high rye whiskey that was selected by the then Alpha Romeo team or their drivers, and the barrels were trialed in their wind tunnel to ensure a thrilling taste in every sip. <laughs> So really, all those things we just said are completely true. Yes, yeah. So yes, fuel. <laughs> it's, I'm uh, in the cat- PRS zone with mm-hmm. this now, so we're yeah. we're gonna pick up another 17 kilometers an hour. <laughs> Kathy also and- trips and drinks whiskey by accident. It's obviously yeah. genetic. We can see where yeah, it, it runs in the family. Us. Mercy, my mom. Oh, does it see, too. <laughs> this is where you get it from. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will admit, um, not being, I'm, I will admit to not being a, a giant whiskey drinker. So like mm-hmm. this is. If you see, if you see an initial reaction to my face, it is not indicative of how I think the whiskey it's, tastes. It's okay. This is a very unique flavor for unique. whiskey. Yeah. Very unique. I feel like you can as soon as your nose it. gets near it. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, but it was bottled at 96.77 proof, which was a nod to Valtteri Botas. Oh, you just said it. What? Valtteri Botas. Valtteri Botas. I, I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome because you're saying these names that I have to now say, and I didn't know how to pronounce them, and I still butchered it. <laughs> um. So it was a nod to him and just the precision of racing. And it's inspired by Zhou Guanyu. Guanyu? Zhou Guanyu. Yep. Good job. Yep. <laughs> um, who is the first Chinese F1 driver? So, and then um, I already mentioned, you know, it's finished in that lychee and oolong tea. Yeah. Which gives it like such a unique flavor that's what we're tasting yeah so, and the exhaust and <laughs> and everything you said from the track and the some wind dirt. from the tunnel um <laughs> i was like that is wind isn't it <laughs> the wind just kind of hits you in the face yeah <laughs> it smells fantastic i'll tell you that right man i like i really enjoy the smell so i may just mm -hmm. leave this in here just so i can smell it it's <laughs> it, it does kind of have a uh, um a fruity, fruity. smell yeah yeah uh, well, that's if the you're lychee. if you're joining us for the first time because you listen to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, I think Ryan, the the uh, owner and head distiller at Tenth Mountain, which Rod was in. Oh, Rod's that way. I get confused with it. You're that way. Um, but anyways, that that Rod was in. He said, you know, we're not hoity-toity. That's a great way to describe us. We're not hoity-toity with our smells and tastes. Um, we just kind of try to give you what we... We're not going to be like, mm, yes, I smell the finish of that uh, barrel. They used a number six barrel and charted for 20 seconds. I have no idea. You will, uh, never, I, you will never hear me say the mouthfeel. You will never ever <laughs> hear me describe a mouthfeel in your life. If you texture, do, though, check on me. <laughs> texture is becoming something I have noticed in whiskey, though. There are some that are kind of thicker. Thicker, more syrupy. Yeah, um, that is some, but I would not say mouthfeel either. I would say texture. Um, <laughs> mouthfeel, that word just kind of creeps me out in, in itself. You know, like, the mouthfeel. No mouthfeel for No mouthfeel for me. <laughs> I've never, I see, I'm a beer salesman in my day job and uh i should be good at that kind of stuff but i'm not it's like either the beer's good or it's bad I, we've got a guy <laughs> we've got a guy who bad. can tell you like down to the top that they use what country it came from what county in the country like i'm just like it's a good beer or it's a bad i don't know Shutter's review is either thumbs up thumbs or thumbs up <laughs> Um, do you have anything else on this? A little bit. Well, and I, I think I have questions from this because I don't know if I quite understand this. So the trial barrels that were tested in the team's wind tunnel in Switzerland before hitting the track, um, they then went and endured varying levels of G-forces at the Whistle Pig Farm um, for the, like, the finishing touch there. And they say like that accelerated the interaction between the whiskey and the wood of the barrel. Hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> so I'll tell you right now, when you when you talk about the speeds that these these guys pull, uh -huh. I mean, there's there's upwards of 200 miles an hour that these F1 cars go, and and they're pulling some ridiculous G forces mm -hmm. into some of these corners. And NASCAR on an on a normal track, right? I mean, there's there's a considerable amount of, of G force and there's a considerable amount of downforce, but to the extent that you are going, and in some cases, especially through these straightaways, you're, you're, you're hauling ass through these straightaways. You got your DRS wide open, which is the rear flap. And then you're like slamming down into these corners at, at, at ridiculous mm -hmm. speeds. You're pulling a lot of G's and these guys are under a lot of force uh, in these corners and these turns and stuff. So um, 
Yeah, I mean, if, if the whiskey is put through the same thing as these race car drivers are, then this has got to be a, a hell of a hell of a move. I mean, if you think about the way that throws it around in the barrel. Yeah, well, and because um, normally when you're aging whiskey or anything in barrels, it's just sitting stagnant. Yeah. It's not moving. So yeah. an, an F1 car during a typical race will pull from 4.5 to 6.5 Gs. Uh, a fighter jet wow. pulls nine just in to compare like how Jeez. close they are to okay. pulling what a fighter jet pulls. Which is why but, when you hear when you're when they're driving by, all you hear is highway to the <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um Rod said two hundred miles an hour. That reminded me my first car was a nineteen sixty-nine Ford Galaxy and I bought the uh, sticker that was NASCAR themed of at 200 miles an hour, you have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> so that brought up a good memory of that. <laughs> uh, I love it. Juke saying geez, I think he was surprised of your, your awesome singing. I don't know what the geez was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what mine. I mean, my kids are probably Rod, Rod is a professional uh, musician. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's true. Um, Oh, I completely forgot. I have videos that I didn't play. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't forget oh the videos, guys. We have not seen these videos, so we're unsure if we approve or not. Um, let's, let's, for you listening on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast feed, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're about to hear. Uh, <laughs> so who's Sebastian Vettel? Can you tell me that first? Sebastian Vettel. He's Vettel. 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 Yeah. He's an F1 driver. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I, I saw this video just while flipping, and I thought of you guys, and I thought, I'm going to save it for our crossover. So, um, so hopefully it plays for you and doesn't lag. Yeah, I have no idea. I haven't seen these, so I am just as yeah. in the dark as you guys. And if you're listening on the pod, I will take <laughs> these out. So go to the YouTube on either the NASCAR Gambling Podcast or ours to see the videos. But here's uh, Sebastian. There's something loose between my legs, apart from the obvious. So something flying around my feet. <laughs> okay, copy. I'd be proud if it was what you think it is, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> There's something loose between my legs, besides from the obvious. And then he says it's by my feet. It's not what you think. I don't know. Just crack me. Up. That is a great update. The F one, the F one gambling podcast. Yeah, we've got a pretty good intro, but that video might need to be added. Oh my god, that's hilarious! And, um, and just, so with these guys, these guys are, are are talking to each other all the time. I mean, there's so many radio conversations that they'll play for us, and then I, I'm sure there's ones like that that probably never made the cut but like there's constant communication between these guys and and what's crazy that video you just heard he's probably doing 200 miles an hour while he's talking yep. and that's what yeah. you hear is just him calmly inside of his helmet and he's going to pass someone and joking about the thing dangling between his legs <laughs> you know pulling while he's pulling 5g so. oh man and then if you tune into nascar you might hear cody say some stuff like this i don't love to be on guys in long Oh no! What? Oh, you don't love being good. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. Thanks. thanks. Uh, we did I, add the odds at the end. Long odds. Um, I just might have cut that out. And then uh, I was taken out of context. All right. <laughs> and if you don't know, Rod is an actor. Um, oh yeah. And I've got I got two different things from Rod here. This average father of three get his son out of jail, so he could bring him home to the kind of justice a jail just can't deliver. His justice, grandpa's, sister's, mom's justice, and little brother's. <laughs> now, Rod, were they actually hitting you? 
absolutely. I that was definitely <laughs> method acting because every single time they were smacking me upside the head. We did so many takes that day, and I was like, by the end of it, I was like, I I need hazard pay for this. In the army, we at least got extra pay when we got smacked around this much. So, <laughs> right. can, can I please up my my uh, my ask? And they're like, nope, uh, flat rate, buddy. Sorry. So. And the first clip from the movie Bottle Shock, which had Chris Pine in it, right? Sure did. Captain Kirk, man, was in, uh, I was in a movie with, I tell you, and him and Bill Pullman, just a real quick Bill Pullman story. I love this guy. So he comes busting out of his tent. We're the very first day we're there. We're all crowded around. We're just sort of standing there. And all of a sudden we just watch this door fly open and there's Bill Pullman, larger than life. If you don't know, president from Independence Day, go watch it. The dad from Casper, go watch it. Um, but he's standing there. He's like, takes his deep breath and he goes, ah. This is where everybody wants to be. We were in the, a vineyard in Sonoma, beautiful country. And then he comes up and he's just like, hi, how are you doing? He goes and shakes all of our hand, asks our name, blah, blah, blah. Later on that day at lunch, sits down with us, eats lunch, tells us about his ranch in Montana, just this magnanimous actor, right? And then at the end of the day, as we're leaving, and we're extras, by the way, we're, we're nobodies on this set. We're vineyard workers. Like I'm, I'm picking grapes most of the day and I'm not doing it for real because I still wouldn't do it right. So... He says to us, by name. He's like, by Jeff, by Omar, by Rod. I'm like, dude, that's cool. like that's the president cool. of the United States just said goodbye to me. So <laughs> love, him. love him. I, I will always sing his praises. That's awesome. Yeah, check out Bottle Shot because Rod is in it multiple times. At this opening scene, there you are in the background picking your grapes, like you said. But my favorite is when you just have that serious look. You guys are, <laughs> are in that scene watching a lady um and she's getting wet from the hose you just the hardest piece of acting i've ever had to do they sat down and they said you are eating lunch you're watching her hose down a wine press and i said okay okay this is how i'm spending That's my thursday afternoon let's go you're like i can do this um there was one other clip of rod uh on a uh, steak but i decided not to <laughs> to bring that one on it seemed crucifixion one yeah that's yeah. that's a lot of fun <laughs> Yes, the crucifixion rods hanging there as the man is explaining why uh, crucifixion was basically such good torture and why not good torture, but that's not the same after that, by the way. Yeah, that hurt getting stuck through the the midsection with a stake. Yeah. Um, Real quick before we go, check out uh, Rod's link in bio on his on his X account, and you can see all those. But what do you get from this? I get a lot of tea flavor. The, the lychee stands out the most to mm-hmm. me. Um, think about car engine fuel, all that stuff, and then drink it. And do you taste to know? <laughs> you can, you can right, <laughs> taste anything it. if you think about right. it. Right, agreed. Power of suggestion. Let's see if we can drink this fuel. No, I taste some bubble gum. Uh, now I taste bubble gum. What the? Oh my, it works. No, no. no uh, um, the lychee and the tea yeah. really stand out to me. Um, we've it's, been in certain like different cocktail bars and the bourbon with like tea, some tea infusion bourbon, have yeah. always been some of my favorite drinks to try because mm-hmm. the tea always stands out so much in the yeah. bourbon. And I don't know. This is really good. Yeah, no, I'm it's a very big, different. I'm a big fan, obviously. Um, I, I was having... Miranda has a like tray in her office that has her special <laughs> whiskeys that I have to ask if I want to try. Well, she and said. this is why, because you go and like you fall yeah, and I it just lands in your mouth. Right. It's, it's genetic. He has a a, 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 a medical issue here where it forces him to accidentally drink whiskey. And then his dad comments and says that 
his side of the family purposely drinks. So you mix the two <laughs> things together. What do you expect from the guy? Yeah, exactly. genetics no. here. Mom and Dad, Mark, we are all having a fun part. When we come down to Iowa, let's all have a good time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I do keep the the unopened bottle that we have that you got me for Christmas. I keep that in my office so that you aren't accidentally drinking it. I am not the guilty one for that. <laughs> um. That's all I, I have. Fantasy mm-hmm. football, NASCAR, F1, everything. It's awesome having you guys. Uh, I know we talk a lot anyways outside of podcasting, so it's awesome sitting down and doing a podcast with you guys. Uh, final thoughts, last words, where are you – not last words. You're not getting crucified. Jeez. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> final thoughts and where everybody can find your work. Oh, and and your favorite wrestler of all time in honor of Rod's piece on wrestling. Oh, okay. That's good. So, uh, yeah, listen, for those of you who are listening on the NASCAR gaming box, I certainly hope that you guys took something away from this because Justin and Miranda, as you can tell, uh, with, with mama Mark saying, you guys come over for sure. Have a great time. Hey, we might be there for some races this year. So yeah. Hey, listen, don't you be careful who you extend that invitation to. (laughs) I hope that you guys, uh, we, we, you've heard our, their ad on our show several times over and I'm, I'm hoping that you guys have gotten to know them as a couple now over the course of this episode, because as you start your fantasy football journey and continue on, right? I mean, this is a great time to start now uh, to get to know them as the off season progresses, because then you're just getting to know them and, and they're talking about fantasy football. And then you can start taking their advice and winning your leagues and having a good time doing that. But um, honestly, this has been an absolute blast with you guys. And I hope, I hope both of our, our listening bases appreciate just what we had in this episode, because it was chock Agreed. full of, a lot of good hang. Uh, I know that all of us listen to podcasts and, and episodes like this are, are the ones that you remember more than the picks episodes because you're like, oh, these guys had such a great time. So, uh, yeah, follow me on uh, X. I'm on X, as, as my listeners and our listeners like to say. Uh, I'm on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bio, just like Justin said, to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's in between media, uh, all, all the stuff that we have going on, Cody and I, F1, soon to be super motocross uh kids uh go-kart racing whatever that's going on that's got odds we cover it uh and yeah just a lot of fun guys i'm so glad that you guys thought of this crossover episode and and like i said i hope our listeners got something out of it your listeners got something out of it my favorite wrestler of all time uh undertaker hands down was one of the was one of the guys that when i was growing up kind of a a, i mean i grew up in the 80s so you know it was hulk hogan it was iron Sheik, it was all those guys right it was the heyday of the wwf um but then the undertaker came and it all changed like that that dude hands down every time i watched him wrestle i was just amazing like and he had such a long ass career went through so many different uh personas right he was the dead man he's a badass he was running in on bikes and all that other good stuff so um sad to see him go but I, I still love The Undertaker, man. There was nobody, nobody like him in the sport. You could have left a couple of nice things for me to say about them and about this episode, but <laughs> since you covered it all. You should know by now, Cody, that's not the way this works. <laughs> I know, I know. No, this was a great episode. This was a lot of fun just hanging out, having a good time. So hopefully everyone enjoyed it again. If you are one of our listeners, you haven't heard Justin and Miranda before, highly recommend. I'm a avid podcast listener i listen to a lot of different podcasts and you guys are always one of the top shows i always try to catch it right as you know if live when i can or or as soon as it hits the the podcast uh, feed so love you guys you're doing a great job 100 episodes in plus now which is is great 
offseason can be fun. FFPC, I'm excited to hear you guys do those lineups because I've got some of my own FFPCs to do. So that's great. Um, you can find my work on the artist formerly known as Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. Um, and then, yeah, check out the NASCAR gambling podcast. Check out the F1 gambling podcast. Look, football's almost over. College football's done. We've got the, uh, you know, the NFL playoffs, but that's almost done. I'm a college basketball fan now that Nebraska knocked off number one Purdue last night, which was beautiful. Um, <laughs> but otherwise we suck. So, uh, but yeah, there's not much else going on, but racing this summer, it'll get you through until next football season. And even past then, uh, not a big wrestling fan, but how could you not be a fan of somebody named Cody? So I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes, who is actually on yeah, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, has his Dale Jr. Download podcast. Cody Rhodes did an episode with him this summer which was pretty sweet. That's a really good episode. Go check that out. Uh, just kind of goes, walks through his story and his life and everything. And it was great. So I'm going to pick him as my uh, favorite wrestler. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if I liked him as a wrestler. I didn't watch a ton of him wrestling, but he's I've a very, absolutely none of him wrestling, <laughs> but <laughs> he's a, he's a very cool person though. Yeah. His storyline is actually could take him into the main event of WrestleMania. If WWE does not throw the rock and, or, uh, uh, CM Punk back in there, so uh, you could be wrestling for the championship this this WrestleMania. Go quick, Cody. <laughs> quick Cody Rhodes story. Um, aside from the fact that he also loves uh, Whiskey Wednesdays, he's a whiskey fan. But uh, he was wrestling, and somebody had a sign that said, "Cody, will you be my best man?" And after the match was over, the the cameras had stopped rolling. He he asked the guys, "Like, when are you getting married?" And the guy told him a day, he said, can you make it a weekday? Can you get married on a weekday? And the guy was like, I think we can change it. He goes, then, yeah, I'll be your best man. This person he doesn't know, but he knew it would just That's make awesome. their day. It was going to be their best man. I thought that was really cool. Um, we have my dad and Juke72 saying the ultimate warrior. A uh, little before my time, I didn't watch a lot of him wrestle. Of current people, so, so sad. I mean, I don't watch a ton of wrestling, but so sad to see Wyndham Rotunda pass away who was also he was better known as bray wyatt or the fiend um in the most recent he just the way he did his storylines and everything was just amazing he was a great showman also a huge fan of the undertaker growing up um just the way he would get the the shit kicked out of him and then just sit up like it was just so iconic like you almost got chills as a kid watching it and then uh it was a bit yeah right <laughs> sorry as a kid um what are you talking about Stone Cold was great. Uh, yep. I was a, a fan of Bill Goldberg when he came on the scene. Terrible wrestler, but just his overall power and strength and everything was cool. Um, Nick says R.A.P. Bray Wyatt. Just as a, a weird, odd one, aside from his outside wrestling life where he got really bad into drugs, Jeff Hardy. I loved watching Jeff Hardy because that man put his body on the line for the show, for just the sport. I mean, he broke so many different bones, him and um, mankind. They just broke so much putting their bodies on the line for entertainment. So you can find us at old fashioned FB. You can find her at the more Mark. Who's your favorite wrestler? Do you have one? I don't have, a, I'm just going to throw the rock out there just the because. I didn't watch wrestling. So <laughs> and except I was just, let me say it. <laughs> um, you and Mr. Nick Fortune in the chat there would do the Royal, watch the Royal Rumble. It's the yeah. Royal Rumble. Rumble. Royal Rumble, yeah. Royal Rumble. And you, if it's betting, fine, yeah. I would do it. You put so. money in, everybody gets numbers. And if your number wins, you get the pot. 
Yeah, we one through thirty. You won oh, on Roman. That's Reign. another. Uh, yeah. I do that. I do NASCAR pools like that where you get, uh, nice. yeah, assign numbers and you get random guys. So when we would do that for that, yes, I I remember you I won on Roman because Reigns. I was winning. Yes. yes, I didn't like Roman Reigns though. I don't know. You I, also I won the like Women's <laughs> Royal Rumble on. Um, why can't I think of her name? She used to be the MMA fighter. Oh, Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey. Ron Rousey, yeah. you won yeah. the Women's Royal Rumble on that. But anyways, yeah, Nick saying you won a lot. Guys, you got anything else to add before we get everybody out of here? I think we're good. I think we've had a... a I think we could talk time. forever if you really wanted to. I think we probably could. Maybe we'll have to do another episode where we cross over, talk about NASCAR, talk about fantasy football, and talk about whiskey. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys we'll, for joining uh, we'll us. We'll need your favorite NASCAR drivers next time. So yes. study All right. study Jack up. Wood. Uh, <laughs> NASCAR. And he's not. He's a NASCAR truck driver. Yeah, he's truck. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. NASCAR, it's NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. NASCAR. Yeah. Um, and Bubba Wallace, Jack Wood, and Bubba. Uh, <laughs> you guys know how we like to end this. I know you end it with a let it ride, but we end it with going once, going twice. So. Old fashioned football.